flowers. Please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the Nicholas Cage-based podcast in which we investigate Eastern National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life, and we go looking for those kernels of wisdom that might be in there uh, from whatever character he played that week. And uh, I'm Mad Dog, or Adrian. Well. Other people are here, too. Yeah. I'm a criminal, see? I've got a gun, see? <laughs> I've got a plan. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just lonely, Donnie. And I'm Linda, but this week you can call me a heavy cheese. I'm a heavy cheese with power and influence, see? You're the heavy cheese that gives you diarrhea. (laughs) But she's a heavy cheese without COVID, we found out. Yay! No Chovids! No Chovids. Yeah, back off, Chovids. No haters allowed. Back off, chuds. <laughs> no, the chuds. No, the we chuds want the come chuds. near. You know, with sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no. They're they're all invited to live with us in our in our pink house with pink tinted windows and pink phones. And our what? heroin. And and and, and a shitload of heroin. And then there will be short ribs mm-hmm. and eating of the booty. Yeah. Speaking of which, you can go to our Patreon and make our dreams come true at patreon.com forward slash Cage's Kiss. That's Linda, where's our Patreon again? Where's that at? That's patreon.com. It's in fucking France. <laughs> now, Cage's Linda, kiss. Linda I, I, I want to tell you something, but I know you're going to be kind of mad. And I, I just I just need to know that, that you'll listen to me. You won't be mad, all right? I, just, I want to know I can open up to someone I can trust, all right? Donnie, uh, just, we've just been five on many missions together. I could like no, do no, a no, reboot I, on, I know, maybe. And I, I know you don't like me, all right? I'm fine. I don't even like myself. That's, that's fine. <laughs> but look, I just gotta tell you, I, I kind of took our Patreon money and, and I kind of spent it on whores. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I want to be a better person. Son of a bitch. That's okay, Donnie. I just want to take you to a a, a place like, where we can uh, bury the money. You still oh, got a good. you still got a key for that, Linda? Yes, yeah, Semper Fi. Yeah. <laughs> You've uh, never fucked up on a job before, so oh, no, you know. No, no, <laughs> I'm here to help you. You're such a friend. That's all I wanted. That's right, because in this in this week's movie, William Murderface was played by Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, because because uh, we're we're doing we're doing dog eat dog. Yes, this not is... to be confused with the other dog eat dog, where a this... girl and her father are trying to become DJs. Yes, this isn't that one. Oh, no. Lord, no. Yeah, this, this is this is our second uh, Paul Schrader directed joint, and our third Paul True. Schrader written movie. Uh, well, actually, he didn't write this one, but fuck it, it's his movie. Yeah. Um, so this yeah. is this is May twentieth, two thousand sixteen. Uh, this didn't go to theaters in the U.S. again. Um, it does not have reported budget again. Wow. Um, but it has a whopping international box office of one hundred eighty four thousand dollars. Jeez, jeez, Jesus. Um, it did its best business in the United Arab Emirates uh, again, again? Uh, where it opened at number ten. Flourish on those. Be- behind uh behind Logan Jesus. Logan and the Lego Batman movie. Wow. And uh it also did pretty well in Italy where it opened at number 9 behind Spider-Man Homecoming and one of those Planet of the Apes sequels and fucking Wish Upon. Somebody touch my spaghetti. Somebody in Italy wanted to watch Wish Upon more than they wanted to watch this movie. Wow. 
kids, kids at home, if you've never seen Wish Upon, it is the stupidest movie ever it made. It is the most amazing stupid movie ever made. I get wishes and they kill my friends. I guess I better keep making wishes, huh? Yeah, you yeah, guys, wishes. Not until Wish 5 does she go, wow, you know, I think this has killed my friends. Every victim in Wishmaster figured it out faster than that stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was uh I, I don't think i've seen wish upon you have to oh, you, oh, well, it's free right to stream it. <laughs> yeah. it's free to stream everywhere like viewing party and it's free to stream because it's fucking worthless you know we actually could we'll do that as a bonus episode we'll do commentary on wish upon <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah cage's kiss presents shit upon <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to do Wish Upon a Star? <laughs> yes. When you wish up, wait oh. oh, I remember this coming out, but I never saw it. Good. Well, good. Uh, but anyway, it pretty crappy. I think I think people should, probably should have watched Dog Eat Dog instead because it's far less stupid yeah, than definitely. Wish Upon. Um, Paul Schrader not only directs, but he is actually in it. He plays the El Greco yes. character. This is his first yes. movie acting, and he acts like a movie director being in his own movie. Um, and you know what I thought like when I first saw him like doing that like with his monologues I was thinking like this he sounds like your adorable uh, racist grandpa yeah yeah (laughs) and this is another one of those traitor trademarks much like in uh, in Dying of the Light and Taxi Driver all the characters are racist true oh yeah and and that's a that's a place most people don't want to go like even the villains they, they they still virtue signal like the whole way through and it's like could you turn that off? It's like it's even like, though it's we're... like it's like grandpa with the blinker on the highway yeah. all the time, you know. Even though we're not even near the ending, the ending is even racist without having to be racist. I had no reason it, to be uh, racist, it's but it precious. was <laughs> now, now remember to put your hands up because th- those cops have a license to kill Bob Brothers these days. That's right. <laughs> no, everything comes back. Well, this this and unlike Dying of the Light, by the way, there was no studio interference. Uh, Trader had final cut mm-hmm. on this. So this 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 bad shit madness with all the cover coding and stuff is exactly how Paul Schrader intended it. And it is yeah. better than Dying of the Light. Yeah. And there are some things that I would have fixed in the movie, but yeah. but that being said, I still fucking loved it. Like Schrader will never be know. a great director. He's not Martin Scorsese. Yeah. I still don't know. know what happened to that uh cupcake they were trying to make in the beginning. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's right. Oh. No, at the beginning, uh, Willem Dafoe is is at one of his ex girlfriend Sheila's house, and she doesn't know he's there. And the phone keeps ringing because the daughter, Sheila's daughter, is is I guess they're doing a cupcake experiment. Except yes. the friend who's calling in has reservations about the cupcake experiment. It's like, well, mother and daughter are pretty fat. Was the cupcake experiment just to eat a fuckload of cupcakes? <laughs> I have to say, the beginning is like. Probably one of the biggest or the best fucking openings I've ever seen. <laughs> as soon this as I woman, saw that, I'm like, okay, now the I see actress, why um, you guys like this movie. If, yeah, yeah, you see, you, see, you see why we liked it. Yeah, no, that, that actress is the same one who played who played the Madam in Tangerine. If if you've seen that movie, that's it. So okay, she's like a whole head taller her. than Willem Dafoe, and she's obnoxious. Everything in her house is pink. She has yeah. long hair mm-hmm. down to her ass. She's enormous. So when when, when bobbleheads and, and they got all yeah they got fuckload of Elvis bobbleheads and shit like in there and like they're they're just clearly terrible people and Willem Dafoe's in there getting stoned and 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 watching this this show with this guy's on a talk show with like this ginormous <laughs> rifle saying like well somebody's gonna rape your daughter at two a.m. if you don't have a rifle. Yeah. <laughs> 
and Willem Dafoe and, is wearing he, he's he's got he's got a mustache he's he's, he's got he's wearing a t-shirt and he's wearing shorts like like William Murderface <laughs> shorts and socks and with, socks like, yeah with a knife strapped to his yeah and he's got a knife strapped to his leg yeah yeah and so when she pushes him too far you know, he jumps on top of her with the knife and it's like to climbing him out. He did do a shit ton of heroin beforehand. He, he did a lot which, of heroin, which I have to give yeah. credit because that's where American dad got their scene of every time someone shoots up their pupils dilate. You see it traveling through the bloodstream, a whole bunch of yeah. cuts and it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No it, tra- traders traders pulling out like, like that bag of tricks from those, from those, uh, you know, those betters nineties type movies, you know, so yeah. you get some, some natural yeah. born killers in here and some requiem for a dream type stuff, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, he's keeping it bouncy for real. Um, so this, this, even a this... bit of Pulp Fiction in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's some of that. Yeah, I was um, more with... Natural Born Killer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But... I, I was totally thinking of Natural Born. And even though throughout. people talk about side shit, um, it, like unlike most movies, there's a, there's a shitload of writers and, and directors who wanted to be Tarantino after the early nineties. Yeah. And they all yeah, did it wrong sure. because like they tried to bog yes. it down with the side shit, except they didn't know how to keep it interesting like Tarantino did. So it'd just be like, yeah. do you know that refrigerators used to get called ice boxes? Bullshit. Where they get the ice from it's like oh oh you so clever guy who made this movie shot in new mexico for a thousand dollars fuck you <laughs> well speaking of this movie um yeah. <laughs> um in uh an interview in 2016 uh paul schrader had a lot to say about this movie okay but um he said that um first of all i liked this it, it, it didn't particularly uh relate to the movie uh, at all but i i just needed to share it he said quote there's probably more talented people making films today than there were back then uh than being in the 60s uh, the biggest and only difference and people don't understand this was the audiences were better the audiences <laughs> were going through social uncertainty and they wanted artists to help them out and the moment that a society turns to artists for answers great art emerges well that's pretty much true yeah i i mean i would i would have to agree because there's a lot of like well well if you if you look at look at there's a lot of people you'll find on youtube like ranting about the state of like like the the bullshit that makes money in like the overpowered studio system we have exactly and it's because people will pay to see in the theater a movie that they know they're going to hate like 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 yeah. Michael exactly. Bay, like people love to hate Michael Bay, and yet they support him. It's like Michael Bay sucks. Stop giving him billions of dollars. Yes. I don't think I've ever Stop seen a Michael Bay movie him. in the theater. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> well, um, he said that. <laughs> Quote, I've been fortunate over my career to be involved in, in in some important and prestigious films. Dog Eat Dog is not one of them. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't like this one. I, well, I, I don't know if he I'd he watch this over like Mishima. It. Yeah. I just think that he was he didn't consider it prestigious. Or maybe he doesn't think it's, it's I don't know. Like this uh, Well, it was it's based but, on a book by by Edward Bunker, uh, who wrote Animal Factory, <laughs> which was also adapted into a film with Willem Dafoe. Oh, um nice. and Dafoe's worked with Schrader apparently six different times uh, apart from this one um the only one i really know about off the top of my head is light sleeper which i still haven't seen because schrader's worked a lot i've only seen a handful of his films though well apparently uh before this he had just like a, a simple walk-on role for uh for him in his movie and then, yeah no uh, cage but... cage gave a hundred thousand dollars of his salary to get to get the phone yeah on board. but yeah. let me get there okay. <laughs> say that he uh he felt like he kind of owed Willem uh, Dafoe because he, Willem Dafoe said like, 
come to me when you have you know a a, a, a role of consequence or a pro. Come with me if you want to live. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then, uh, but it, he offered originally he offered the role to Nick Cage uh, for Mad Dog, but Cage that said he didn't want sense. it because right. Yeah, but he said that he he didn't want it because uh, he he's already played the crazy guy on film, and it's like uh, <laughs> you've done it a couple times too. Like, I don't want the guy who does the drugs. So... I want the guy who says it'll take your tits off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a plan. So so Schrader was like, well, fuck it. Then I'll just offer it to to Willem Dafoe. And he said, quote, I was able to go to Willem and say, I've got the best role for you. Uh, it's true. And yeah, and uh, I, I apparently Dafoe really liked the part. So it worked out really well. And um <laughs> So he had a low budget, yeah. um, but oh, I should say first, he thought that, uh, quote, oh, maybe Nick would like this. I just wanted to do something with Nick to show that we can make a film that people would see. And this is, of course, after Dying of the Light slash Dark. So he wanted something, you know, he <laughs> kind of wanted redemption. Right. Yeah. And for both him and Nick Cage. But uh, anyway, he said that uh, they had a really small budget, of course, so it wouldn't be able to uh, cover both of the actors. And so Cage, since he said, like, the good thing about working with Nick is that uh, he gets your film financed. He said the bad thing is that he eats your budget alive. So... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he said Willem's ego was hurt by the distance between them, and the only thing that would fix that was if the money actually came from Cage himself. Oh, and I was able okay. to say, right. Nick's going to give you a hundred grand more out of his salary. Then he says, okay, that will do it. <laughs> so That'd do it for me. So, yeah. <laughs> He had him pay a hundred thousand uh, dollars to pay Willem Dafoe, which seems so backwards to me because you know, I mean, say what you will about his movies, but Willem Dafoe is—he's a fucking master actor. He's—I oh, I love Willem Dafoe. Brilliant. I mean, like you know, he's my favorite movie Jesus. He really is. You know, speaking of Martin Scorsese, <laughs> that too. I mean, don't 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 sweep that fucking movie under the rug, goddamn it! Like if they're, if you're gonna watch a Jesus movie, it needs I'm to be not... the Last Temptation of Christ. That's the only good one. You know? Although I haven't seen the Pass yeah. of Any one that's supposed to be good. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's fucking brilliant. And like the uh, Lighthouse, like fuck, like between him and uh, Robert Pattinson, it was just fucking brilliant with the acting. One more word on uh, on the uh, author of the book, though, Edward Bunker. Um, he had the distinction of being the youngest inmate of San Quentin Prison. Oh, my. In 1951, oh. when he was 17 years old. Yeah, so he, he writes this prison shit because he knows it. He, he was a con. The yeah. boogers and jizz floor. Yeah, the, the, yeah so he knew yeah. firsthand about the concrete floors in prison being covered in boogers and jizz. Yeah. And he was Damn. actually inspired to write by a death row inmate because he, he was wow. at solitary and he was once celled over from a guy who was on death row who was, who was always typing. Huh. Yeah. Um, Fucking San Quentin. Do you want to um, give a little like synopsis of the movie? Okay, so we we got we got the we got the three cons. We we got uh, Diesel, who's who's played by uh, Christopher Matthew Cook, and uh, we we got we got we got the the cage there, uh, who's uh, who's fucking. Um, Troy. Troy, right, you know, and uh and uh Willem Dafoe is mad dog. Um and and and, the, and so they're uh, Cage is most recently out of prison, but they're all out of prison and they both have two strikes. So the next thing they go away for, they're going for, away for life. And so they immediately continue to do crimes. <laughs> yes, but they're going to do it as samurai. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So, so they, they, they rip off the, this guy named Moon Man by, by posing as cops. And they, they had, like, the, the saddest fake police car you ever saw. They get, like, a black yes. crown dick. They put stripes on the side with duct tape and, like, police letters that don't even line up. And they, and I they... got a picture of that. If you guys want to see it, it's going to be on our listen page. That's uh, cageskiss.com forward slash listen. Yep. And they, then they they bar- they barely get out of there with their lives because everybody's figured out that uh, that they're that they're not cops like immediately like people are shooting at them. <laughs> and then uh, they they go to El Greco played by Schrader and this this other dude and they want they they need to help them collect a debt. And to do that, uh, they need to they need to steal the guy's baby as collateral. Yeah. And they're all like, yeah. man, I don't know, yeah. stealing a baby. He's like, what? I don't like hurting kids. I just like collecting debts. Yeah, like, he's oh, only one years old. He ain't gonna what, remember this. What could go wrong? Yeah, the kid's not gonna <laughs> pee on a baby. They won't remember. <laughs> but uh, but, uh, the, but uh, a guy winds up uh, showing up to the house while they're stealing a baby, and uh, he, the guy has a gun in his hand, and Willem Dafoe blows the guy's head apart on camera. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they find out later, it's like, oh wait, that was the guy they were trying to collect the debt from. <laughs> They're not going to get that money, are they? (laughs) That's actually something I really liked about this film, was that as far as we knew, Nick Cage was the only one who knew they fucked up at that point. And meanwhile, you have... Yes. Uh, you have the other two in the van talking about how Willem Dafoe killed the baby and the nanny. <laughs> and it's like it just goes from well, worse and, and the to wife comes worse. home and Cage kills her. <laughs> yes. Yes. This this Do this this have this any problems? Uh, uh, no. No, not not really. <laughs> 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 and then they need to have then they need a place to put the dead body. And uh and Willem Dafoe's oh I know a place. Because <laughs> it's the place yeah. where he stashed Sheila and her daughter, who he killed at the beginning. Yes. And this sounds so terrible, but really, if you just watch it, it is delightful. You just got to let this movie it's take delightful. you along on its journey. Plus, yes. you also get uh, Cage punching a lady cop in the face and then beating Which the shit is from her. Amazing. I have that in my notes. <laughs> yeah, 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 in slow mo. Yeah. And I- picture of that too on the website it's like <laughs> these guys are like locked into the whole uh crime con mentality they're on a one-way train there's no way they're going to come back from this yeah. they're like well jail or death mm-hmm. i guess death <laughs> but yeah. but uh but uh as uh as uh diesel and uh mad dog are hauling the body up these steps even though uh, uh diesel makes it clear it's like nobody ever comes here we can leave the body anywhere it's like no trust me i know the plates for these <laughs> <laughs> they're hauling the body up the stairs and Willem Dafoe's like I know there are things that could improve you know if you could just give me like five personality traits that I could like do a reboot on and and, and he won't stop talking and while he's doing this yes. uh, the, they get to the top of the stairs and the rotted oh, floor falls this, out oh Willem Dafoe like uh, he it confesses that he killed right the- yeah no because yeah, well, he knows the place he has to also tell him why the other bodies are there yeah. but yes. he's like also telling him he prayed on it uh, and he's prayed on it and he's prayed on it and yeah. he just wants to be a better person and yes, <laughs> basically get his life right that's what's yeah. so great about the scene is that every time they cut back to those two william defoe is still talking even after they fall he continues <laughs> yeah. the conversation they fall more than 10 feet like uh, into a pile <laughs> yeah. of disgusting rotted corpses and diesel's like that's it but defoe just without missing a beat just keeps going you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh 
and then and then uh, and then uh, Diesel mm. Diesel shoots Defoe on the uh, eye tattoo he has under his chin. <laughs> yes. Yep, and that was kind of a brilliant fucking scene too. And I had to get a picture of that as well on the website. Well, it cuts back to when they're freaking out in the hotel room when they're all uh, coked up and shooting ketchup yes! and mustard on each other. <laughs> okay, so um, that reminds me that. Uh, I was I was talking about that with uh, uh, this movie with Adrian yesterday, and Adrian, you led me to this like deep and very profound um, message in I, the movie. I did. So, yeah, in that scene where it's like a, a flashback um, montage of them being family, it's like this party in a hotel room where they're all coked up or something whatever yeah, it's very fear and loathing yeah. yeah definitely and they're squirting they're squirting ketchup and mustard on each other and so then um it's like oh yeah they're they're squirting hot dog condiments on each other hot dog eat hot dogs <laughs> when, they're the hot dogs and and uh, and when uh when when uh, when after defoe blows the guy's head off the first thing cage says is bad dog yeah falling at dominoes because after diesel kills mad dog and cage like hey where's mad dog uh he's he's gone he's about gone. that i kind of had to shoot him <laughs> yeah and then as diesel goes <laughs> off to the market which was a fun scene itself while he's packing yeah they go to the apple getting his gun yeah. out ready to kill diesel yeah uh, and yes yeah and and uh and cage cage's character has this whole deal where he thinks he looks like humphrey bogart and, he, and he's obsessed with <laughs> yes. old hollywood yes and do they so, do anything with that adrian you you yes you get a post-death <laughs> scene where he talks like bogart <laughs> in the now, back this is, of a call this is not this is not trader's first post-death scene uh by the way there 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 is a reigning theory actually uh that at the end of taxi driver uh that that uh, travis bickle did not survive and and right. that those scenes afterwards you know where his hair is different all of a sudden you know like that's afterlife yeah it's all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they kind of did the same comparison to that in the oh the new Joker film too, trying to say the things that happened in that were actually in his head. Uh, y- y- you know there are comparison. there are movies that invite these things. You know, yeah. like you, you get you get these these sort of moody, interpretive, you know, like sort of more mental movies sometimes. Yeah. But modern audiences also try to ascribe these things to like Batman movies, and I, I think that's that's <laughs> that's an, that's Superman an abuse. versus Batman movie. Okay, oh, <laughs> wait, they tried to put it on a Zack Snyder. Snyder fucking movie? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, guys, like Zack Snyder ain't Federico Fellini or anything, right? There's nothing behind his movies besides a shitload of money. There's no brain (laughs) there, okay? There's no brain. There's no balls. There's no heart. Like Zack Snyder oh, is a piece balls of at shit. his pool parties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's Brian. Oh, Singer. Brian Singer. Well, yeah. hey, wait, well, wait. They both they both make superhero movies. How do I know Zack Snyder doesn't have pool parties with fourteen year olds? <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> so you have Nick Cage doing Bogart in the back of a car while the back a, of a black car. minister and his wife are having to endure this. Yeah, that, that's that's right. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, you know the score. You've been in side too ain't you <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna kill either of you as long as you do what i say 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this all takes place like, well, he he jacks the car and like well, it, uh, they, and it goes into black and white to this magical fifties diner, yes. and on the TV yeah. in the diner is the announcement of Cage and Diesel about Cage and Diesel's characters having been killed at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they did to the most magical, mystifying shootout in all of history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, they're by by the roadside, and, and it's all in red and blue lighting, and he's like, don't point and that fog. thing at us. Yeah, there's fog And, and the cops managed to hit the car again and again and again, yes, blowing yes. the yes. shit out of the Reverend and his wife. Nick then they move Cage, cage and haul him off. beside the car. Yeah, yeah. No, well, he steps away from the car, and they're all like, fuck it, kill the car. And they murder the black couple inside. If, if you're a, if you're super once. sympathetic uh, towards policemen, you might not super enjoy this movie. But uh, since yeah. it's about cons and it's from a cons perspective, it makes sense. You know, yeah. in, in that they was, drag uh, Cage to death behind a cop car. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say they were like, this is the scene after, like, yeah. after he's dragged. Now Cage didn't oh, actually Jesus. shoot it at any of them. It was Diesel who did the shooting. But he, he he did beat mm-hmm. up that lady cop. You know, but but uh, yeah. they're like, oh oh, you like hurting cops. So they they take him off. They handcuff him to the back of the co- of the police cruiser, and they just drag him to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah that lady cop had a real bad day. Well, <laughs> like, well, you know, he got stopped by out. a lady cop in his <laughs> automobile. <laughs> yeah, she was a badass with though, because she was just like, and she tried to cop a feel. <laughs> <laughs> she kept at it. <laughs> so psycho, so psycho. This yeah. movie is also full of amazing, like I feel like understated, uh, funny scenes. Like there's this one scene where it's in between um, the really overt ones. <laughs> yeah, where uh, a sex worker is trying to convince uh, Cage's character <laughs> Troy that she's exceptional at giving heads. So she, oh Jesus, she oh putting yeah. his like right. his fingers like all, like his whole hand in her mouth and then she immediately and, like, like, she gags on his fingers <laughs> oh she's know. off yeah yeah well no that, that's and that's the part where 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 that where where it hits home for us that these guys are all completely institutionalized they're in no way adjusted yes. to like normal civilian life like, and so like like diesel the huge the huge fucking bald one uh like he, he meets the lady at the bar and he and he freaks out when she keeps asking him questions like what's with the 20 fucking questions you know i've been inside she's like i didn't know that what the fuck like i gave you a look and you gave a look like yeah i know what you're talking about you know <laughs> meanwhile yeah, willem defoe is that lady trying to give him a head job and she says why do you make such yes. a problem of it like, this takes forever i, I, I have the uh the it in but, my notes but he's got heroin dick so hear, you can almost hear the masseuse who's giving mad dog a handy think it's all in. right <laughs> and she gets upset when she's looking at her cell phone it's like Jack Nicholson's character in, in Carnal Knowledge. It, it's oh, like it God. takes this whole long procedure just to sustain the erection. Yeah. And Nick Cage <laughs> is getting upset because he's falling for this hooker who knows absolutely jack shit. And and she is a, take her to France r- with them. Yeah, she's and, completely bubblehead. He's like, you ever been to Nice? She's like, where's that? It's in France. You know, and he's telling her about how beautiful Nice is and how blue the water is. He's like, so do you want to go to Nice with me? And she's like, where was that again? In fucking France. 
<laughs> like, the sky and the water is so blue, like your eyes. No, um, you see that, that nice. gay so guy I told you about? Um, he's gonna um finish editing my album, and I like um need to take my headshots, baby. <laughs> so I can't like go to um like France right now. Yeah. Also, like she says that uh, instead of going to France with him, that uh, she says she'll give him a little TLC for three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I'm gonna give you this epic head. It's like when you suck on the fingers, you're not supposed to choke on the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but I have it. I also have it in my notes that if it were me, I'd start singing waterfalls while, while my, maintaining serious eye contact with them. <laughs> oh. <no. laughs> oh. Hey, that's a true. Hundred dollars for So, so that that uh, that Christopher Matthew Cook guy uh, doesn't quite have the same uh, pedigree as as Cage and Defoe. There, um, he's he's mostly yeah. a TV guy. Uh, he did The Walking Dead, and uh, he did that Mister Wright movie with mm. Sam Rockwell. And oh, and he did a Hunger Games parody called The Starving Games. Oh, okay. And he was oh, in my. Under the Dome. So he he, he pops oh. up a lot of places. Mm-hmm. His people don't usually like know his name or anything, though. All right. Yeah, yeah. Under the Dome. Mm-hmm. I never actually saw it. It's Stephen King, so I don't care. Mm-hmm. More like In the Bowl. <laughs> oh, I love Stephen King. <laughs> I, I like I some film adaptations of Stephen King. King. Let's put it that way. But when when you get yeah. those Mick Garris directed ones that King scripted, like Take Me Far Far Away. Yeah, yeah. I need to know everything that happened in the stand. No, that was a lot of coke. Was when he admitted he does not remember anything of directing Maximum Overdrive. He just knows that he did because he has a scene in the movie. Like wait, when he's watching TV late one day, he's like, wait a minute, I directed Maximum Overdrive. He's literally said that he said he did so much cocaine he had no idea he even directed that. He had no memory of it whatsoever. I wonder if he and Alice Cooper hung out back in the day. You know, speaking of not he remembering may have. shit. I mean, <laughs> shit, even Elton John said the same when they were flying over the Alps. He looked oh, out fuck. the window. He's like, I have done more cocaine and there is snow on these mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Elton John wakes up the following day and the hotel room is wrecked. He, he leans over and asks Duran Duran, what the fuck happened? And Duran Duran said, you did. <laughs> what bastard would be playing this song at this exact moment right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Did you eat all this acid? With that fucking tape on! Oh, and I've got to say, I like while we're talking about music and musicians, I fucking dig the soundtrack. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack. Yeah, I um, didn't even I notice mean, the soundtrack, know, with the exception of the 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 gospel music. Although, uh, <laughs> w- w- whatever you know, but but uh, you know, this soundtrack ain't everything though. Like today, I watched a movie with Elijah Wood and Edward Burns, which had an amazing soundtrack. However, it was an Edward Burns movie, so yeah, I mean. I watched uh, Guns Akimbo recently, and that just had amazing all over it. But the yeah, music was just really kind of this Ash Wednesday movie, though. Like, right. like I was, yeah. I was really shocked. They had Zebra on the soundtrack. I fucking love Zebra, and you never hear them anywhere. Like, they'll never be on the radio. You know? Yeah, I kind of miss the days of films like Return of the Living Dead and um, Fright Night, when you had all these oh, bands getting yeah. together just making songs specifically for that film. Yeah, the original Fright Night. Oh, those. <laughs> Do those 80s soundtracks, like any 80s soundtrack ad, you know, with Cheap yeah. Tricks, Stevie Nicks, Kenny Loggins, and many more, Stan Bush. And back when they did something I fucking love that I really miss, where they okay. would make... Psych- <laughs> 
What? <laughs> <laughs> well, besides cocaine. Um, I really miss that too. Cocaine. They they used to man. make songs specifically for movies. Yeah, yeah. That you, weren't yeah. musicals. Yeah, you would get fucking Stan Bush on there for your sweet montage straight. You know, like I fight yeah. to survive. Kumate, kumate, kumate. Uh, yes. Well, uh, I know Wolf Cop did it somewhat recently. Yeah. So, you know, hats off to them. Rats off to you. <laughs> Rats off to you. Uh, th- th- this week's but... movie also had uh, Omar Dorsey as Moon Man. Uh, you may remember him from the 2018 Halloween and Django Unchained. Oh. And he was also yeah, in Eastbound and Down. Him, I, like, I fucking love Eastbound and Down. Yeah, he was, like, he was good so in this, fucking yeah. much. But yeah, I, um, I didn't realize that was him when I first saw it. Yeah. And then I... <laughs> I when he first came up, I was like, "Damn, why are they hiding your pretty face?" Well, come out, come out, you know, the there, there's treasures in here, but like they they had to they had to basically sneak this one by to get it even made, right? I mean, it was done in Ohio in 25 days, and the crew were all film students. Oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and um, I know. So Schrader's if you look up the credits a... of the people who worked uh-huh. on this, like even people like the composer and the DP, this was their first film, like all of them, like they went on to do stuff but this is their first yeah wasn't he involved with columbia university i think so I yeah i think i think they were his yeah. film students yeah 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 and i i know he's done like a a master class yeah no i mean but, uh, brian um, de palma did the same thing that's how you get his movie home movies yeah um but uh of course i i have to say i fucking love the fact that um shortly like like minutes maybe before uh <laughs> mad dog gets shot in the head yeah he says um he'd rather he'd shoot himself in the head before going back to prison yes well, there, there you go he didn't have to <laughs> yeah ironically he gets shot in the head and thus avoids prison and, and they all avoided prison so they got what they wanted <laughs> So, I mean, it worked out for him, I guess. I got a suitcase full of guns. What, am I going to carjack some old guy? And that comes full circle. Uh. Oh, and I love the fucking quote where uh, Troy says, what's the, 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 the thing you put in a baby's mouth? A dick. And Matt Duck says, a dick. Mad Dog has no filter. There is no safe place for Mad Dog. <laughs> say it as a joke I no, he doesn't like, know he delivers like, it what, absolutely what, serious what the fuck does he know from babies right <laughs> i fucking love it i fucking love but it but did you love the uh nudity lack of nudity for oh, a segment are you talking about i want his clothes off clothes off um, you don't get any like nudity per se. You get a lot but, of nudity. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, you get like, Defoe and his tidy fraction. reds. <laughs> you, you, you know, get, you get to like, see how okay. emaciated Defoe is. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest though. In that scene, I was looking down and I was like, oh, huh? How about that? <laughs> well, you go, Willem Defoe. I'm like, good for you. <laughs> You can and we're penis and, and antichrist. And Willem Dafoe yeah, said, it is, accomplished. it is accomplished. It is accomplished. But uh but yeah, there's there are a couple scenes in uh the strip club, and uh strip you club. see a lot of uh tassel pasty boobs. Yeah, yeah, there's there's those, those like, tatted up pasties. ladies with their butts hanging out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they have like that'll be fifteen hundred. These, these <laughs> yeah, your friends in pain. Itty, yeah. <laughs> and 
they have very, very like minimal thongs. I mean, yeah. it's like you could get uh like a, a Kleenex and have more coverage. <laughs> like, it's you know, just we've so had a lot of cage tiny. movies with strip clubs, and you ha- you notice yeah. how most of them they it's really soft pedaled, like they're wearing a full on swimsuit or something, and they're oh, dancing yeah. on a table that's been thrown up in the corner. Like this this yeah, this one probably had the the most thongs. effort intensive uh, strip club in a cage movie in a while. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not complaining because like i i figured you know that's cool if you don't want to like you know have out and out like uh nips in there but like you know you can have uh the tasseled boobies and still be sure you know accurate but uh yeah i really i i really enjoyed this fucking movie i I love how how much the cons hate women how they they all like they have such banal conversation when they're with with sex workers i didn't like, know who fucking like, britney spears was yes i fucking love that. well no, you get you got the girl that diesel meets at the bar she's like oh yeah he's supposed to stab himself in his chest but his fucking bitch wife did it you just know she fucking did it <laughs> yeah that shit don't and add up cage is sort of the lisa from the room in this every woman thinks he's just gorgeous <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, also, like, you're like super. You're a cutie. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, look, well, look, look who Cage walked in with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he positioned like, shit well that, for himself there. He does. That's the the whole phenomenon of like a skinny girl or like not so skinny girl like surrounding herself with like bigger friends, <laughs> girls, like, friends Husky. that are like you get fat yeah. friends. <laughs> It's like you always look amazing in comparison. Yeah. It's a thing and it's terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> Hey Meg, did you get less ugly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh Donnie, did you have any reviews? I found a few. And I only have one very long one, and the others okay, are just just one. Just adorable. <laughs> do you want do you want to do you want to widen our hole with the very long one? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> We're just gonna have to brace it and take it. <laughs> Why do you make such problem of it? <laughs> <laughs> that is what the doctor said when she gave me the COVID test. <laughs> she didn't even spit on it first. But anywho, absolute garbage. Nothing original here. Wasted talent, wasted money, all for nothing. No payoff in the end. More of the same old, same old. Wow. <laughs> Schrader has really lost his touch. This guy hasn't made a good film since Affliction. He just keeps cranking out bad movies. I mean, how do you go from crowdfunding a lousy Lindsay Lohan movie to this garbage? This guy is a mess. And have you ever read his entries on Facebook? I think he needs to lay <laughs> off the bottle. I heard him call George C. George C. Scott a drunk on his commentary for Hardcore, George which C. I Scott thought was, was a, drunk. a low blow. He should take a good hard look in the mirror. Yeah, Defoe and Cage do their job, but they have very little to work with. The script sucked, it's a Tarantino wannabe, and I can't stand Tarantino. Stay away. Far away. There's a reason why this garbage winds up on VOD. (laughs) That man had an agenda. (laughs) Bitter much? Yeah. Also, George C. Scott, (laughs) famous, famous mega Hollywood alcoholic. Like, he was like the king of the alcoholics. Mm -hmm. You gotta catch up to George C. Scott. Like, what, 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 what? who do they think they're fooling? There's but a reason George are... C. Scott's always in my, it always rolls into my face off along with Oliver Reed oh, and yeah. Peter O'Toole and Richard Burton. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's fine. Review signed Scott Schnott. Oh, wait, nope. Uh, oh, like, there, there yeah, is somebody Scott that signed their name Snyder? to a review here. <laughs> and not just their friend's name Scott who made them Zach. watch it? Yes. This <laughs> one right. said, my husband watched it. I just looked at it for 15 minutes. Can't believe it. Great star playing this movie. Wasted money. Thank you, Irene. And she spelled it in all caps, too. <laughs> Come on, I Irene! <laughs> <laughs> I swear that I'm clean. <laughs> Another funny but shorty is we lasted five minutes three too long. Can't believe Defoe is in this brain garbage. What? The, what? That was the first five minutes. They should have stayed for the whole thing. <laughs> my favorite because it relates to the title is here's a hint: let your dog bury it in the backyard. <laughs> So bitter. People did not like this movie. <laughs> well, fuck I them. Don't, I don't know. Fuck them because yeah. because uh, I prepared something for for our for our new segment. Oh, what segment is? Is that? everybody ready for sequel? Sequel. Return. Return. More. Harder. Harder. Sequel. Return. More harder. Okay. So my 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 proposed sequel. Is dog to dog. Every dog has its day. In which <laughs> Omar Dorsey returns as Moon Man. Forced wow. into a score with Cage, who may or may not be back from the dead. They run afoul mm. of a corrupt detective running a private drug trade, played by Cole Hauser. Matters are complicated uh, by Cage making ghost mistakes, and Hauser calling in a medium man to destroy Cage, played by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> this version would be written and directed by Albert Pion. Wow. <laughs> Excellent. Did, did anybody else have a sequel for Dog Eat Dog? Linda? Um, yeah, but... um. <laughs> I was originally thinking of going with a prequel where uh, you find oh, out they all died. what kind of, <laughs> yes. well, there's that, but also because uh, I want to see like that, the a movie centered on just that party <laughs> that they had in the hotel room. Oh, you, you want, you want a whole 90 minutes of that party <laughs> yeah. where they both take like, turns hugging the toilet and confessing things. <laughs> it'll be like a uh uh the hangover <laughs> yes one time in the shower some guy pulled a bag over my head and raped me for like 30 minutes and then at the end of the movie you find out like i threw a bag over your head and raped you for 30 minutes <laughs> like I just had to oh mad to dog now. <laughs> it's prison I've been on it <laughs> Trust me, I hate myself as much as you. Never use the word punk around somebody who's been inside. (laughs) But also, I was thinking, like, no, I'm kind of like, now that you mentioned it, I kind of want to see a sequel that's like centered around like a what if Mm -hmm. sort of scenario. Like, what, what was that? cupcake experiment about and like how it changes the world (laughs) maybe they solve world hunger Maybe it could With be kind of like that uh, movie that was loosely tied to uh, the dollhouse where they talk about the girl from the Wiener first dog. one dying. <laughs> it just continues on with, I think, based off of her sister or the same neighborhood. 
Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that did happen, people. Yeah, well, yeah there, I think there, it was well, Wiener Dog. I, one, yeah. one of the one of the well, yeah, one of the reasons I, I, I prepared this whole uh, sequel return more harder segment is that if you look out there, especially in the realm of things released to, to video or to television, the, the connection of sequels to their original is sometimes non existent beyond the title. At all. <laughs> like uh they couldn't get anybody from Donnie Darko to do a sequel to Donnie Darko, so they made nope. S Darko. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I fucking forgot about that. Thanks for reminding me. Son of a bitch, you just did un- undid all my work. And Butterfly Effect 2. And Butterfly Effect 3. <laughs> and the funny thing is, those movies, while worthless, are both better than the Butterfly Effect. <laughs> I will also argue uh, against, what was it? Was it Creepshow 3? Oh, God. Oh, oh shit. The, oh, God. The, yeah, right. Together. The one that has the cover art that they got from somebody on Etsy or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, Which I had love nothing the show, at all to do with, with, with Creepshows 1 and 2. It's like they just yeah. made a bad yeah. anthology horror movie with awful effects. Yeah, I love the the I love the series. I love the first two, but the fuck. <laughs> if you're thinking about it, just skip it. Fucking skip part three. Thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and it had Gloria from Buffy the Vampire Slayer being one of those sort of uh, I I think she was a vampire with the it was during that time where they found out like oh with special effects we can make her mouth open really unnaturally wide oh this yeah is which spoopy. is the worst effect ever they use that in everything it's like everything was I am legend all yeah. of a sudden yeah because that was spoopy uh-huh. I preferred it in the uh, Black Hole Sun music video <laughs> well <laughs> it was okay then Donnie did you sequel, sequel return this more harder I did, but okay. mine is Yay. a direct sequel with the same cast, and they're trying to get their way out of hell and into heaven. <laughs> so, of course, you can imagine how well that goes. <laughs> and it's directed by Lars von Trier, because uh, I want it to be artsy yes. as fuck. <laughs> you sure you don't want it to be like a Coen Brothers joint? No, no, no he wants as much penis and, 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 and vaginal mutilation as possible. Yeah. Uh, between all of that and then the house that Jack built and seeing a house built of fucking smiling human bodies and a tit coin purse I mean come on Uh, it's hard to argue with that Well, that that works. I mean, today uh, I was I was watching a Robert's Blossom in Deranged, where he plays an Ed Gein inspired character. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, how about that? You guys ready to face this off? Donnie, did you have anything uh, more for your movie? Was that it? Oh God, no, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> you know, you don't want to tell me who the best boy is going to be. No. <laughs> full, full list of credits are tolerated. Yeah. All I can say is that when they do meet the devil and God in these films, much like the Tarantino esque type films, you don't ever see them it's just ominous i don't know in bill and ted's bogus journey we totally saw the devil we did (laughs) and they were walking out the the sign of the devil to get his attention speaking of badass soundtracks god give rock and roll to ya (laughs) give rock and roll to (laughs) ya put it in the soul of everyone <laughs> Eventually, one day we'll have Fright Night Two released to the world again. Are they repressing that? No, they still will never let that see the light of day. The only way you can see that's it only is on VHS. Other what? alternative purposes. What the fuck? What? Yeah, uh, there's a whole big story out there about Fright Night Two. If you ever want to go look at that on the internet, someday. I could have sworn we watched it. Oh, we did. We saw it on VHS, but it's never been on oh. DVD. It's never been on Blu-ray, and it never will. What the fuck? 
Well, now I've got to look that up. What's yeah, up, people's ass? Shows. You know, all <laughs> these bastards, all they want to do is make money, and all we want to do is spend yeah. money. Put that shit together. We're willing to pay for a thing. Sell it to us, you fucking cocksuckers. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing that happened with the Romero films, and I'm not sure. I think it's the Day of the Dead, or... No, it's... It's the uh, Dawn of the Dead, I think, where the man who owns the rights to that wants way, way too fucking much money. You know, if you ask for too yeah. much, you're not going to get anything. That's how this shit works. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's greed, why the... your greed will destroy you, you idiots. Yeah. That's why it's like the two-disc DVD collector's edition thing that I have. Like how it took like, like 18 years for Heavy now. Metal to come to video. Oh, God, yeah. I still yeah. remember oh, the first yeah. Fan- Fangoria Fan Fest we went to in uh, Los Angeles. I got a copy of... For heavy metal and it was a vhs rip that was done with like hundreds of others that this yes, guy did so it was nothing but that. a scrambled tape with perfect yes. audio <laughs> i remember that and i remember us getting so damn frustrated because yeah like, dad's like God, oh this we, is like... a bad movie it's like yeah no shit you guys paid 38 dollars for it oh my god what were we like yeah eight, like nine ten something like that we were pristine we'll just say that <laughs> 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 we were really young, but our parents were awesome. Let us we watch anything. Watch the nose dive. <laughs> I remember when I was Which four I and I watched I, I Spit on Your Grave. <laughs> Followed by Solo. Well, we did watch I Spit on Your Grave. Oh, that was yeah, you. That was yeah. We were kids. <laughs> Whereas I was little so and I get traumatized by televised cuts of creep show. Uh, but, uh, but okay, for face off. Mm-hmm. So uh, for Mad Dog, I have uh, Tommy Blacha. For Diesel Ooh. and Troy, both, I have Brendan Small. Uh, for El Greco, I have Dave Willis, because this is animated and it's directed by John Schnepp. <laughs> I was just wondering. I was like, wait a minute. I That's know these awesome. names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Don Wolf? Uh, mine requires we go into a time machine. Ooh. Oh, so, let's get into the Cage's Kiss time yeah. machine uh, Toyota. So, as Troy, we have Humphrey Bogart. For Mad Dog, we have James Cagney. And for Diesel, okay. we have a bald Orson Welles. I love it. Yes. Get some Stanley Cortez. And of course, Orson would direct this as well. That's right. <laughs> Listeners, you too can go to Patreon.com and support our. You had a look in your eyes. You knew I'd been inside. Our time machine Toyota, so we can make this happen. You're you know, the there killer. was an ad in the paper once. It's posted online. You can go look it up. But somebody actually posted they were looking for a time traveling oh, companion. Yes. <laughs> like, bring yeah. your weapons. This is serious. I've done this once before. Yeah. yeah you see, what, they, what you do is like you, you, you get it. you get a you get a hickory dildo and you coat it with hot sauce on both ends. <laughs> And you jam- both jam together so hard, the pain is so intense that you actually ba- break the time barrier. Yeah, as soon as you clap your ass hard enough, it's going to cause a quake in time. That's it's how they did exactly it in Star like Trek Superman 4. Three. Wasn't that the basis for A Wrinkle in Time? <laughs> except, except time was added to the insistence of the producers. It was A Wrinkle in Something Else originally. Yeah. <laughs> Well, for mine, I have uh, I have it being uh, directed by John Waters. Ooh. And um, for Troy, I have national darling Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay. And mm-hmm. as uh, Mad Dog, I have Bill Murray. 
Oh my. Um, I was originally going to go with uh, Steve Buscemi, but then I was thinking like, no, that's kind of that's kind of too easy. Yeah. But uh, I would like to see Bill Murray in the in the the role. And uh, as Diesel, I have Monique. <laughs> Not Angelica Houston. <laughs> Monique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't oh, talk to them. Actually. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think that she would be perfect as Diesel. I watched Stephen (laughs) Buscemi getting killed by Vince Vaughn this week because I watched Harold Becker's unfortunate movie, uh, Domestic Disturbance, with John Travolta. Oh. Don't don't watch that one, even though it's free to stream. Don't watch it. No. Uh, right. You yeah. you can just keep going along not watching it and you'll be a okay. Were y'all able to come up with any cagey wisdom? I got one. Yeah. Okay. If you want to That's downplay it. a kidnapping, just refer to it as a baby napping. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody will be on board. It's technically true. <laughs> they did that thing. Uh Donnie? Um Maybe store your dead bodies in a better place. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe low instead of high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, mine was uh, well, uh, obviously, I what I already went through. Uh, a little TLC costs about three hundred dollars, <laughs> and. I'm still unclear as to whether that was something sexual or if that was TLC, the the uh, musician. Yeah, she had a CD yeah. in her purse and she was going to play it. And was like, this is kind of fun. My record's going to be just like this. It's going to be transformative, you guys. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know if left eye. Little pill. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this was a soundtrack of my life <laughs> and, and, and you know my friend Rosa you know like she died and like we used to listen to this all the time like I was still it over it with like with like Rosa you know like we used to drive around all the time like with the top down oh my god I, I need a minute okay Wait, wait, how long ago was this? It was like 11 years ago. Oh, oh my God. Rosa, dude. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, well, our heads like, yeah. I use that so, computer for uh, also, church. I learned that some cops get hard-ons when abusing purse. Yeah, that's right. I, I just imagine they all do. But if you're scared, then, yeah, I, church. I can't really say I learned it. I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, I mean it's kind of common knowledge yeah, now. Well, this is this is 2016, so people had already seen all those YouTube videos of yeah. Of, of that stuff anyway, uh, <laughs> let's bring this back up. <laughs> uh, don't uh, don't where... bring don't uh, don't have your gun in your back pocket while the uh, store manager walks by with his tie that's too long. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts, and check out our stuff on YouTube. Uh, also check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash C-A-G-E-S-K-I-S-S. YouTube! Remember Get you can find us. <laughs> Better you. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you can... Find us on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and on Twitter. Although, once again, I'm more active on Twitter, to be honest. Uh, Is that because you're a twit? Is that it? (laughs) You're a twatter. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. I was just going to say, no, I'm a twat. (laughs) I'm on the twatter. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay, I'm I'm uh, copywriting that right now. Uh, I'm like yeah. nobody can steal it. <laughs> it's it's going to be our new site. It's going to be awesome. Give me some water cuz I shot a man at the Mexican border. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, also, yeah, uh, check out Cage's Kiss at uh, cageskiss.com. I can't fucking talk now. Sorry. Uh, I'm still sick. <laughs> but uh, cageskiss.com, yeah, you could get the pictures of the stills of the movies that we get. And we can, you can also see the uh, pictures that Adrian creates, oh. that awesome Adrian art. And you can read our bios on there and learn a little bit more about Cage's Kiss. Yeah, who the hell are we? I don't know. And you can also email. (laughs) I don't like that. Um, You can email us at uh, cageskiss at gmail.com. Please do. We'd love it. Um, Yeah. Check out my other show, Bedknobs and Broomflicks. We just covered the second book in the Throne of Glass series, Crown of Midnight. Actually, no. By the time this comes out. Yeah, you got to be on the third uh, one by now. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, we're doing every other week. How long are these books? Oh. Uh, We're doing every other week. And then uh, every other episode, we're doing the books. But uh, actually, by this time, I believe we just covered Sleeping Beauty, the uh, original animated movie. Uh, Not to be confused with Anne Rice's uh, The Awakening of Sleeping (laughs) Beauty. (laughs) (laughs) The Disney one. Dog. What what what? what? And if what, not what? that, then we've covered the third book of Throne of Glass. Yeah, there's but, bestiality yeah. So, in Anne Rice's version. Thro- Throne of Glass sounds like a bitch in AOR song or AOR band. Mm. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. All about the AOR it, it, man. It's a great series, though. Uh, Adrian. Ah. Well, uh, I am on DeviantArt and on Patreon as Leo the Fox, L E O T H E F O X, all run together, all one word. And the DeviantArt has artworks and some stories, and the Patreon has super secret artworks and stories. Yeah. They're magically secret. Ooh. And there's totally <laughs> updates occurring on there, so this is the time to lay your money down. My dog, Rudy, just farted really, Why really do you let your dog fart near it's you? It's hard to think straight. <laughs> you, need, you need, like, a little oh, kennel with an air freshener and just, like, shove that off to the side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need a little filter for his butt. What you feeding that um, thing? Just shove a kazoo up his ass. <laughs> no, you know, you put some lifesavers up there and then the kazoo. <laughs> yeah. Freshen that shit. <clears throat> Speaking of shoving things up your ass, I am the boy who blew on Twitter and on the Pornhub. Don't add me, because it's naughty. Uh, I also will be paying our man Adrian for his TLC on my upcoming <laughs> thing called Wisdom in the Bottle. Uh, well, if That's we use the Linda rate, I'm undercharging you. Hope I don't have COVID. I hope you don't have COVID neither. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I did a rare thing. I actually updated you this week. You did, but it was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be hearing from us next week when we cover Snowden. Snowden! (laughs) Which you can watch streaming for free, but with ads. I haven't seen Snowden yet, but I'm already concocting my sequel. Neither have I. Uh, You can also rent it or buy it in the usual streaming places. Amazon, Amazon. red box i keep wanting to say red tube and that's not where you want to look up snowden you don't it's for up pornography or maybe you do i don't know yeah look that's snowball <laughs> and limit party while you're at yeah. it <laughs> that's why donnie doesn't want oh you my to god i love that song lemon party by tonic oh my god that, that was like so real oh you don't even know me and my friend karen you know yeah. <laughs> oh, but guys, though, no, after that, we went to that IHOP and we had such shitty service. They made Karen so mad. Until then, Jesus. Google Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty. <laughs> It'll take your tits off. Where we read and talk about supernatural erotica novels. I think you mean romance novels. Eh, maybe some of both. So you don't have to. Hey guys, we should do a supernatural erotica podcast. Oh my god. I guess so. I know how to read. Why smut? I think that specifically supernatural erotica allows us to examine things like power and sexuality outside of the realms of our current societal norms. And it allows me to kind of explore the way I personally feel and reflect on my own sexuality whilst reading these books. That was a good description. You can find us online on Facebook and Instagram at What the Smutcast. Let's wrap this up, people. Who brought the condoms? I think we're going to need a magnum.